I'm Sean Vanneman. And I'm Brad Muir. And this is Dota Today. Welcome to Dota Today, a Lord's Management podcast on the Idle Thumbs Podcast Network. We are joined again by our friend, our comrade, Aaron A.C. Chambers. Yeah, thanks for having me back, guys. Up, yeah, glad, to, glad to know after my first appearance, I've, I've upgraded to friend. Not just we're officially guys. friends yeah. now. I'm You're officially back. friends. Yeah. You're back. Exactly. You're friend. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, there's no... That's not a question. That is... <laughs> Yeah. Now we just got to yeah. play Dota. Like we we never did do that. I know. I got no. too busy. Well, yeah, it's, you ah. can't play Dota from like an airplane. No, not from an airplane. <laughs> and I I try like hell from from hotels, but it's it, yeah, it's, it's, it's it. a terrible experience yeah, for everyone. It's pretty spotty. Uh, Hotel uh, internet plus Dota is not. Really yeah, fun. well, that plus just being angry and playing on a crappy laptop that doesn't run it as well. Exactly. As well, I so. find that if I'm not in my optimal yeah. place, like <laughs> yep. even if I try to play, like we're right here at the Campus Santo office or Campus Santo slash Idle Thumbs office. If I try to play anywhere in the office, I can't play on my laptop that well. Mm-hmm. And if I try to play on like the Thumbs PC, it's like I don't have a setup here. And then I try to play somebody else's computer. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. everything's all wrong. I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? Even though my my key binds are synced or whatever. You don't have hundreds of hours on that machine. Exactly. Like, like that I, exact like, machine setup. Sit, so you're just like, I can ah. sit perfectly on the edge of my chair at my office because my desk is pretty high uh-huh. and sort of like have my toes perched into the ground yeah. like a catcher. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I sit sort of like the way I'm like, like this. That's how you. That's how you play Dota. Like yeah. just totally like, on the edge, of, literally on the edge of your like seat. I, I've you're been thinking Dota. about getting the ultra big yoga ball and just being on that because it's like I always have like really like gotta have a tight core, man. Really good. Seems really good. Play the off lane. You gotta have exactly. a tight core. <laughs> you gotta have a tight core to play a core, son. Yeah, get good. Exactly. Exactly right. No, everyone's got that though. Everyone's got like that one optimum setup, and mm-hmm. it's sad. Like I spend so much time in the office, like in like in terms of my gameplay hours anyway. Like I play more at the office than I do at home now. Yeah, and it's like when I go home, it feels uncomfortable, and that sucks. Like I hate that. Like when That's I go home, weird. I have to like adjust myself. Like I, I actually I used a different mouse at the office than I did at home, and I actually went out. And got another another mouse like the one at like the office. Clone, yeah, yeah, just because just because setup. I wanted everything the same. That's one of the things that always amazed me about uh, pro gamers is like they literally can go anywhere and play on any equipment. Like they usually bring their mouse and their right. and their keyboard. But mm-hmm. I know some Dota players, especially from like Russia and CIS, they're so used to playing on old CRT monitors right. and have terrible, terrible. Uh, you know, field of vision that they actually yeah. tune the game manually so that it like simulates like a CRT. No monitor. way, yeah, it's crazy. No yeah, well, there was like there was like um that scene in Free to Play where Fear is playing on the yeah. Oh my god, the, that's the four by three CRT. That's like, incredible. I don't really see the difference. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. I, I can confirm he plays on a slightly better monitor now. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. Oh, I hope amazing. so. So um, so last time we had actually that was our last cast, right? Last time we had you yeah, on yeah, the yeah. show, Aaron. Like. TI4 hadn't be, been announced yet. We were all speculating about what's going to happen. And now right. it's like, it's been announced. It is upon us. You've been it invited. It is looming. Yeah. There's $10 million in this giant bucket of money that they're going <laughs> to give to somebody. Like, <laughs> like shit is in the compendium. Like, we, we were talking, I remember talking about that. Like, oh, are they going to, you know, they're probably doing another compendium. Yeah. Blah, what are they going to do? And now, like, They've stretch golded out the ass, and it's it is like redefined just, like the financing of of yeah. esports tournament. Yeah, it's totally it's totally crazy. So like, I don't even know where to start talking about it. Well, Again, first of all, it's I, a thing. I, something I want to see that I don't have the time to do, but I hope someone will. I want to see the breakdown of the compendium versus the best selling book of this year so far. Literally, oh, like, I, 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 I think that. I think <laughs> I, yeah, no, seriously, think about that. You have like a tougher stomach than I do. <laughs> like if I see that, I'm going to get weak. Yeah, like yeah, like the best selling book or the, how about how about just the top ten books on the best sellers list so far through 2014. Stack that up against what just Valve has made in profit. You know, even yeah. even in with the the tournament takings, assuming that, that that's just like a loss. What they've made on the profit end, I want to say I like the top ten books on the bestseller list rank against a pixel book because I like it is phenomenal what they did. And it's they, really crazy. I I like the um. I mean, there's a lot. There are so many like free to play games that are out there, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like weird. There's there's even a huge difference between a game like League of Legends and a game like Dota mm-hmm. in, in terms of their like monetization implementation and stuff. And like I just like I really really like seeing that like the Dota one. Their implementation is so just like driven by like the people just want to support the game. Like it's it's only driven by goodwill, basically. Mm-hmm. Like 
yeah, it, it just kind of blows me away that like they just now granted like Valve has the funds to just like, you know, keep keep just like put it out there for free and whatever. Right. And then, you know, for years and years, basically, before it, it like starts making a ton of money Um it not, you know, most companies can't actually do that. But it's just amazing to me that it's basically 100 percent like good, like good emotional vibes driven driven by like good feelings that people want to spend money and they want to support the game that they love and stuff. Right. And I think that's one of the things like I would like to see a breakdown between like actual compendium sales versus just like people buying the points. Mm-hmm. Cause like when you're buying the points, like there's some, there's a couple of like extra rewards, <laughs> whatever, but it's, it's largely, I feel like people are throwing money in there cause they're like, I play this game all the time, man. Here's 50 bucks. Thanks for right. making it. Like it feels like a tip jar more right. yeah. that thing than anything else. Like, like people are just looking for reasons to spend money right. on this game because they love it so much because it's been it's been provided and given to them for free and it, it's just it's really awesome and and inspiring to me seeing that happen where it's just right. like yeah I mean if you just make something really great you give it to a bunch of people like they will want to reward you for it like it seems <laughs> right. awesome like right. I mean I don't know how many millions There's of dollars it took them to get to that like point it. like I I can't think of anything else that's like quite that that like that at all yeah in that. Like, I was thinking about regular sports for a second there, and I'm like, oh, it's free to play baseball, and then you can just buy nice, expensive equipment, you know? And yeah. then it's like, <laughs> well, that's not quite right, because where does, where does, like, I just, sometimes I just write checks to Major League Baseball, and I'm like, thanks, just cause. Just thanks for existing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it appeals to so many different demographics, yeah. too. Like, the reason, like, I, I just know from experience, you know, interacting with fans at events and everything, and just, you know, kind of gauging where they are. So, you know, everyone likes cosmetics to a certain point in terms of how much money. Uh, they're willing to spend in any given situation, be it um, you know buying a set they like or maybe they buy a key to open a chest because they just never done it or whatever else. Everyone kind of seems to agree, at least in my opinion, that if you're like if you really love Dota and you really love the Dota community, the Compendium's the best thing you can buy because it doesn't just support Valve. It it doesn't just give you free stuff. And don't get me wrong, you know, getting a lot of cool immortal items and and all that stuff is really fun for everyone. Especially, and let's be honest, there's a little bit of the cost fallacy that's played upon there. You you buy you pay nine ninety nine, you may as well pay a few more to get all the items because otherwise sure. you don't. So that's a whole other conversation. But anyway, um, whenever they buy the Compendium and it goes to the TI prize pool. They know the players are going to get access to that. Right. Yeah. That's it's actually so much money now. It wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's so much. What is, what is, Aaron, uh, do you know the payout to that has the not been announced? Team? That, okay, okay. That, yeah. That's actually a huge conversation that everyone is having, and uh, just like most things, no one knows. Two to what, one, like, like, because you get, do you get into a point where? I guess they would. I mean, this is this happens sometimes in tournaments where like the line, last two teams get there and are like, let's just split it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. A, I don't know if that's even going to be allowed, but also, like, what is the economic, like, what is the structure for a tournament like this? The only thing I can think of that has such a prize pool is, like, the World Series of Poker, you know, like, that right, has such right, an right. insane prize pool. But even right. then, if you if you get in the top 10 in the World Series of Poker, you're taking home close to a million dollars. Right. You know, so, like. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, they'll they'll split it up on a sliding scale and stuff, but the, right. I mean, the winning team is probably going to get five, six, like. Well, that's the, uh, well, that, that's the question, like, I'm honestly, like, I have no idea how they're going to end up doing it. Um, What's I'm, the percentage, I guess if you, you could break down the percentage of last year, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sorry, keep going. Uh, if, yeah, well, if, that that's kind of the, the fun thing to consider right now. If they use the same, if first place gets the same percentage and say they leave that the same and everything else just is spread out more, you know, on down the line for the rest of them, which I actually think should be the case. But if they keep with that, the percentage of the prize pool that the first place winners took home last year, whichever team wins this year, all five members of that team, regardless of what they've ever won in, the, in, in their entire career in esports, will become the five winningness in terms of monetary value professionals that have ever played uh, yeah. any game in East Coast sense. Yeah. Just one win will do that. For yeah. them. That's over top of Jadong, over top of Boxer, these these legends, Fatality, if you mm-hmm. want to go back to the Quake days. Wow. So that's, that's the that's immensity incredible. of this. Thinking, especially those StarCraft pros. Oh, yeah. Like, like, Jadong's been around Yeah, Jadong and Boxer, like, like, you know, those guys that, you know, put a decade into StarCraft 1 or whatever and were right. the winningest players of that, of that thing. Yeah, that's re- that's really incredible that mm-hmm. it's just going to be like a one-shot thing. Man, yeah. it's, it's totally insane. I wonder... I wonder how much that's actually driving like new players to the game, like seeing this crazy thing. Like, and yeah, what's well, that sort of the like, numbers go up? And people, it's like, oh. it's sort of like the same sort of like lure that World Cup had this week of like everybody's yeah. really watching this. It's like this is a thing. <laughs> this is a big deal. Yeah, uh, I th- it must, right? I mean, it must. More people. I mean, 
right now it's at key arena so there's like they're seating seven times more people or whatever five times more people than they could have oh much better like ben Arroyo held like what 1500 yeah 1500 2000 so you're talking 15,000 this year oh wow so i wonder how they're gonna like have the setup because i thought that i thought i already got our seats figured out but yeah, anyway, we're good. Yeah, yeah we're. Oh, you guys will we'll be, be right sure. Yeah, we'll be there for sure. Be, okay, yeah. I bought my you, tickets. We're all I, good. I, I, you know, I'll do the high roller thing. I'll bring you to the EG box, the EG Alliance box. Uh, uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, we will. <laughs> That's not awesome. I'm I'm flying up Saturday morning, so I'm gonna same miss, here. I'll be. I think we're almost, We're either not on the same flight, or we're really we get in very, very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm gonna miss Friday. I was. I want to talk about the tournament structure because I looked at it for about five seconds. My eyeballs flipped upside down. My brain inverted on itself, and I was just like, "What is happening?" happening like right the you know whatever like i don't say what you want about the structure i think it's weird the worst thing for me is that there's all this stuff even if i was going for friday there's all this like sort of prelim prelim i forget what they call it six teams are going to be eliminated before i'm even there Mm. that's super weird to me and it's and it's a bummer i feel like last year because they're bringing in the the people from the qualifiers right and then there's like yeah sure but there's a play to play to get in there's thing. there's all that play play to get in stuff they had that last year though yeah yeah but that, well, the prelims but, the prelims last well you're talking about the wild card wild card they had last year right sure. and it was played on site it was the same thing then they had the preliminaries which traditionally up until now um in ti2 and ti3 the two years i was involved in the event um we like casted those from home like whatever our office right. was whatever our casting area was we did they brought the teams in for that but every team regardless of their finish in the prelim went into the went to the the big stage like okay. it, it was all for yeah. seating it was yeah, a, it was a, it was yeah it was a yeah yep. and this time half the field won't even make it to the big stage yeah Crazy. Right. and that's wow. the, that's the wow. thing that like it really bums me out that me like too, actually. somebody's favorite team could get eliminated i mean there's nothing you know alliance could have a bad run navi could have a yep. bad run and like before I even get on a plane to go to this thing, like they're out of the tournament and you just don't get to see them play. Like, I think that that's that's like a big miss. It's you know, tough. I know that they're I'm guessing that they're trying to change it so that there's like fewer games that are played during a g- given day because mm-hmm. there I think it was like Saturday, Saturday night of last year's of TI3. You know, they were starting really late in the day mm-hmm. and that one ended at like midnight or something. It was or fr- either Friday or Saturday yeah, or yeah. whatever. And I also was, think they was have a little like a hard crazy. cut on Monday. I don't think I think Monday there's like a scheduling thing with the arena where they like have to get the fuck out. Sure. Which sure. I think is putting some pressure on the scheduling. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, that's just one of the logistical challenges that comes of this. And, you know, I, I, I it actually kind of breaks my heart for some of these teams. And I've actually heard rumblings um, and heard through the grapevine, especially some of the Asian teams. That, you know, if they have a good run, they can do well, but, you know, maybe we're not sure, you know, how good we're going to do, whatever. As the case may be, teams that had planned to fly their families out and and bring them, and now those families have booked their tickets and hotels and or whatever else, and what if that team doesn't make it? And the entire purpose was for them to see their child. Or their brother, or sister, yeah, um, on a stage that big, like better that, fucking that, win, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It yeah. actually, it actually does bother me because, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, lace them up, man, lace up your, <laughs> your wrist guard. And I mean, that's all. I mean, Valve is. We talked about this last time, I think, maybe or maybe amongst ourselves. Like, as always, kind of notorious. Actually, when we're talking about the casters, who was going to yeah. be picked, notoriously close to the vest on these things. Oh, yeah. and you know, sure. like that is always. And gonna it just impact leaves people, people hanging in weird ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's tough. Like mm-hmm. it's like the the day we all announced, like we literally all found out at the same time. Like there was no like, and like even whenever I was talked to about it, it wasn't like, oh yeah, it's the plan is going to be X, Y, and Z. We're going to invite these people. I was announced, given my details. I said, absolutely. Thank you once and once again, you know, was very appreciative and excited, made my tweet and, you know, went on to Reddit or whatever. That was the last of my communication. And, right. you know, that, that, and then I just find out the rest by talking to people. But, right. But yeah. that's, you know, and again, that's kind of Val's policy. It, it has its pluses and its minuses, as we see. Like, like we were talking about, you know, just doing sound checks and stuff. The difference between League and Dota and the way that both are not just monetized, but handled, um, you know, completely top to bottom, even game design wise and all this. Like, Valve is very decentralized. They are not a company that ever wants to put themselves at the center of something. They would much rather be in the background making tools and then handing them out to anyone who cares to take them and then letting them build right. uh, build the, the, the castle, as the case may be. Yeah, That seems um, to like sometimes this often get them in a bit of hot water, though, and a bit oh, of it trouble. It's like, you know, because at the same time, I think, you know, Gabe's on the record saying, like, we know we're this, uh, this, mon- this giant force in this business. So, like, we feel like we should make like a PC controller for the, we should lead the way on hardware for the 
PC in the living room because right, right, we right, have right. we know we are the center. But then at the same time, it's like no, 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 no. Build the thing and let people take it and run with it. And that's always been a. I think that's a very challenging like ethos to straddle. Like, oh yeah, are you the company that is more profitable per employee than Google <laughs> and <laughs> right. Amazon and Apple? Like, are you this like giant immovable force? This piece like this inertia all going towards one thing that's very that's all valve or right. are you just throwing things over the fence organically <laughs> right. and seeing how they sprout you know like right. i think that's always been very challenging mm-hmm. and i think the growth of dota is going to continue to shine a spotlight on that yeah you know i don't like there's something i kind of want to talk about but it's sort of like a lame thing but like it was oh, we should definitely talk about that i mean it's just i don't know i don't have no idea whatever it is it made you look uncomfortable i I am well i almost sent i sent i almost sent an email today to somebody's at valve i didn't send it um but there's the the south korean um esports federation situation where like they have a men's bracket and a women's bracket. Oh, I just saw this today. I and just saw it's because today. Yeah, I saw of, the link you sent. Like, it's because of actually the way sports are handled at a federation level within South Korea right. that to be legitimized as a sport in that country, this isn't game-specific. You need it's to have country separated specific. men's to, and women's divisions. Right. Yeah. I so, saw this. It's very weird. They, so they're having a big tournament there that I can't remember the name of. It's their sixth sixth one. But it's a multi it's a multi game esport thing. Hearthstone was the game that like came under like, yeah, fire right. about because it. But Dota is on the fucking schedule. Dota's and only on Valve the co sponsors the tournament. Like it's if you really go to weird. the website, really weird. The, yeah. the Valve logo is down there next to the Blizzard logo. Right. You know, and it's like fucking don't pay the pull like whatever. If you have to like if there's a lot of reasons why like, you're probably locked into sponsoring this, it's like you every once in a while, I feel like if you're going to be the center of something or you're going to be the father of something or like the initiator of, a, of an entire genre or yeah. you have to stand up and say, Hey, we will not sponsor another tournament where this is the case. Right. Just so you know, because that's not the world we want this game to grow up in, into, you know, like, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, like, and I think, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but, like, it's... Gender-separated yeah. tournament brackets are the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, there, that's how so I feel. It's so fucking dumb. It's really yeah. well, it's, it's, it's dumb really on every stupid. level. Like, right. it, okay, and, you know, the classical argument is, well, that's how it is in real sports. Well, first of all, I'm not going to get into the definition of what's a real, real sport and yeah, what's right. not. But what esports are real sports by the, by the definition, generally. They all require dexterity of some sort. But the reason you see men's and women's divisions is literally because men genetically have some sort of an advantage. Our body mass, by, on average, is, is bigger, and right. so on and so on. It makes sense to separate it out because that's, that's a barrier that can't be cracked, at least not right. anytime, for a, anytime like For a soon. myriad of issues. Like, right. And obviously, there's always these sort of like edge cases where like a very strong woman wants to, like, you know, like a female kicker in the NFL or like... Maybe they're, you know, like a, an amazing female so- softball player could make her way to the MLB. Right. I think those are things that should be allowed to happen, mm-hmm. frankly. Sure. Yeah, um, totally. Like, obviously. But, like, there's just so many. Uh, it's such a more complex issue when there's physical contact being made. Exactly. You know, like, that's that's just the Well, there are even examples of it. Of, it, of, of it not mattering in the past, like... Um, StarCraft Two, Scarlet, who I, like honestly is an anomaly in a wonderful way. If I'm not, yeah, you know, I I always get nervous whenever I talk about Scarlet because I think I know the situation, but because I've been away from StarCraft, but right. as I understand it, it she's transgender, like mm-hmm. literally, it crosses both lines, mm-hmm. and she is phenomenal. She's one of the best StarCraft players in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was either I want to say it was Counter Strike. Uh, there was a Counter Strike team that was it was a Counter Strike or COD. I can't remember one of the two, and I'm sure someone will comment on this or tweet me about it please do um one of the best teams in the world that beat everyone regardless of gender was all female like the, right. there are examples of this simply not mattering right yeah, and, and sure. also it's like, like if you're defining the culture of a sport from day one right with all the knowledge we have let's not make the same fucking mistakes yep. as everyone <laughs> like it's, jesus it's, Christ. it's already a hurdle we have totally to fight ridiculous. as gamers like, right. there's on they're like no one wants to really admit it but let's be real here i love our community our community is not very friendly to people who are not white and people who are not male right okay it's, that's real that's right. just reality that's not all right or, right not really friendly to people who are just people exactly <laughs> we can work on that as well at the same time just be like oh the other person playing dota on the other team is a human being as well we could start with that and then expand be like maybe they're 
female. Maybe they're African-American. Like, right. we could expand your mind. Maybe they're gay. We could, I mean, there's so many different ways that we could uh, expand were, were our minds. Were you and I playing when that guy, like, lost his shit and was like, he started feeding himself the Roshan? <laughs> no, like, in minute not, three? I was not in this one, no. Oh, my God. You told me you guys won and this we all, Yeah, we, we won. We all, oh I, I, you know, I got a little hot. But I I love how you a little salty, Benjamin. I love how you actually engage with the people that are. I like told him I was like, look, stuff. I'm going to add you as a friend, and we're going to talk this. <laughs> and it, oh and he God. accepted my no friend way. request. You're going to hug We it have out? not discussed. We have. Oh, not you haven't yet. discussed it, but it's yeah. like on your to do list. You're yeah, gonna, you're I, I just you know like I, I honestly haven't been playing a ton of Dota lately, <laughs> but um, or at least in the past two weeks, and this happened maybe a week and a half ago. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it said like. I don't want to say his Steam handle. No, 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 don't do like. That. We'll just say it. Like, I will just make one up. Let's call him Rick. His it was like Nicky Grande. <laughs> it's part of like his. Grande. It's not not his name, but like I'm taking two <laughs> names that are like I'm taking two like synonyms <laughs> two words that are in his name so his and name i'm like is big nick is that what yeah, you're Mickey saying Grande has, has accepted your friend request and i was like <gasps> it actually was lawler it was james and i was yeah. like james i think it was james i can't remember who it was no it was nick herman <laughs> yeah nick herman was the guy nick herman's also the guy who said he had the greatest quote about the the ti prize pool which is had somebody told 12 year old me you could make 10 million dollars Oh my god! Winning yeah. a video game <laughs> tournament, you would have supremely fucked up my life. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what I, I I didn't see the final cut of the free to play. I haven't watched the final one, but oh, it's yeah. great. like I watched it at TI three, and I actually thought that it was a pretty good scared straight for esports. Oh, like, really? Like you better. Oh, be I don't real know what the serious. final. I don't, I don't feel like that's the way the final like, cut is. You better be real <laughs> serious about about wanting to do it because like the lives of those three people. Mm-hmm. pretty rough like pretty rough right. and they're no 12 year old looks at, like you know yeah, clinton you know, lumis will be like oh he got to live like, in a garage not- <laughs> that's awesome my own yeah. space <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody sees that and goes that's not gonna <laughs> be me oh, that's, that's gonna kind be of a bummer yeah i guess if you're, if you're over 30 and you watch that film you're like oh, oh man jesus <laughs> i'm glad i i didn't try to be an esport yeah famous guy Is that what that's that's what they are right they're esports famous guys that's what they are yeah that's actually the whole crux of the issue because the esports fame, famous gals too yeah man so, yeah so I, you're already gendering it I know. bradley but it's true like be part of the fucking solution how many, right? women, how many women are playing dota right now like that's it's tough like that's really kind of hard thing. to know right uh, what is it like i mean there's a general statistic that you see pop up over and over like just about any game that's like for whatever reason not geared specifically to men or women it's like what five to eight percent of a player base is like of a day-to-day player base makes- usually female from the numbers like we that. know about idle thumbs as a podcast that tracks yeah for what it's worth and i think idle thumbs probably has a we're on the upper end of that mm-hmm. i don't know about dota today as a podcast but yeah uh we've one, been lucky 100% enough to have percent now that i'm here i've base. got the voice oh. that's <laughs> I'll, yeah, God damn yeah, right. i mean <laughs> who wouldn't want with all, all the ladies the, with all the handsome gentlemen this. on this on oh, this yeah. podcast uh yeah i think it's I'd say it's on the on the high end of, of <laughs> I'd ladies. Say like eighty five percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's just actually Katie just downloading the episode. <laughs> yeah, like just over and over. Times. Like initial <laughs> listens were probably five to eight, but all the all the ladies who take it to bed at night and just listen to it on repeat. That's <laughs> yeah. That drives us way through. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as a percentage Amazing. of overall views yeah. and listens. Amazing. Do us a favor and keep restreaming the episode from SoundCloud. Don't download it once and listen to it locally. You can help our numbers if you yeah. just keep, there you <laughs> go. Keep, yeah. keep hitting it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else has been going on in Dota? That's so. Who who do you like? Who do you like in the? Who do you got? You know, who do you it, got going so all the way? It's so hard to say. Like, I know. And, 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 but like, like for legit reasons. Like you go tournament to tournament, you see how teams look and how they do, and it's just like holy shit. You know, any team mm-hmm. like at a given moment and a given situation can look phenomenal or look really bad. Like look it's at, crazy. Right? Like, look, like look at EG at DreamHack, and then right. they go to ESL one, and they go to the, the yeah. Like it's just like yeah. the reversal in terms of of fortune. And a lot of it, like, there's so many factors that are hard to even talk about, like experience in front of a in front of a crowd. And right. Like, I, there are little that things that does really seem to matter. Oh yeah, because oh, Navi yeah. does doesn't give a shit. Nope. <laughs> they no, feed don't off. Don't. <laughs> nope. But it does seem yeah. like this one is going to be such a step up as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you're going from a more like 
you know, the Benaroya being like a symphony hall kind of whatever. You're, and then you're going into like a big sports arena. It's like gonna it's going to have a different vibe. It's going to have a it, totally different vibe. It's going to be, it's going to be give and take too. There's going to be things that are really awesome about that. And we kind of talked about this the last time I was here. I do feel like there is going to be a little charm that's lost in the transition. Yeah, I think so too. I think I, so too. I love the, cause man, I love their, uh, I think we talked about this as well. Just like, the masters, you know, the script font and like exactly. trying to class it up. You know, I, mean, I imagine a lot of that stuff and the branding up. will stay there, but you're yeah, in a, but, like, the but you're actual, in a symphony yeah, hall. You're like, you're like, oh so man, important. look at this amazing, you know, mm-hmm. like calligraphy for the, uh, and then you go in and it's like, you know, they, uh, I loved the attendance that they had. That's not right. the right word. No, it's Is the that attendance. The right yeah. Like, okay, the, good. yeah, the ushers. The, yeah. The ushers. Yeah. Like, Usher was there. A lot of them were like, they were into it. Older women. That were like re- scanning your badge, and they were so nice. I was always like thanking them on the way in, and I'm like, oh, it's like your grandmother is like greeting you. As you I, I had them come up to event. me like in the great. middle of the event and ask about what's going on. Like they would be like, oh yeah. yeah, I have to stand here at the door, but I've been watching on that screen. Can you tell me about this? Like they were right. just awesome people yeah. who were it must super be so into confounding it. though. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> to be like you yeah, show like up with your like Patricia Cornwell novel, and you're like, oh, I got to sit on this stool for a day and talk to these boys, yeah. and then like. To see, they, but they know the money, like they know, like the number, like you know, like they must. It must be so confounding, especially for the older ushers. Yeah, who a windrunner cosplayer, like right, oh, it's just like just uh, wind runs by. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Very difficult to yeah. see. I like, can't actually touch no, her yeah, physically. Yeah, it's like, but, mm, yeah. that's weird. Uh, but she bleeps her badge. She's like, my elbow strength grows. <laughs> old lady's like, all right, what? Good. Get but, out of your way. But window. especially, like, imagine. You know, if the night before there's a symphony and you're an usher for the symphony and then you come back the next day and it's like the first day of T.I. And you're oh, just man. like, what is happening? Like, it must just feel like bending. living in the fifth element, like we were saying earlier. Like, it must just feel like that. You're like, oh, I am. Wow. <laughs> like, we're here now, I guess. It like, also makes you wonder what's going to happen. What's going to happen, Sean Vanneman, when you are that old usher? You know, and you're in the holographic <laughs> whatever, wait. and you're sitting on the. There won't even be hover, ushers. You're sitting on the hover fucking... stool, and you're like, you know, just like, what is. It and, looks like a scene from Wally. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like all of us. Pass you by. Well, actually, I what happens is I get curious, and I like down, like punching some numbers into my hover stool, and I start <laughs> gliding down the hall. Check it out. And like the door opens in front of me, and I come into the arena, which is now. It's a holographic Qu- arena. Yeah. It, well, naturally, but there's sure. a quarter of a million people in there, <laughs> and they're actually all just asleep. They're all just laying in these <laughs> in these hollow beds that have, and they're all plugged in yeah. to what's happening yeah. on stage, which is just looks to me, with my simple old man brain, as just an undulating brain, but is actually the sport being played. <laughs> yeah. Just a giant undulating and organ. And you just can't even. You just can't and even comprehend it. Yeah. That's what's I like that you took it in like a Cronenberg yeah. existence direction. That's I like what that. I was feeling in that everybody's moment. Got a, everybody's got their spinal, you know, plug-in yeah. thing. Well, I know Sean's yeah. in a, a little bit of a dark mood today. Yeah, yeah. jeez. Yeah. Um, I did one of the. I'm looking I forward love, to though, it. To be honest, one of the things I love. I dumped some popcorn in the, the community. Like everybody <laughs> was so nice to like the staff there. Yeah. It was like it felt. It did feel like it raised the civilized Absolutely. Scale, and it feels like people like respected the it. space. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, like you didn't see like garbage trash, or trash right. or food. You couldn't have food in there. You can only eat in the lobby because mm-hmm. it's the fucking symphony. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's going to be do- not like that. It's going to be like going to a Clippers game or whatever, I imagine. Yeah. And that's going to be, that's going to be super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've wondered about that too, like concessions and, and like. Kind of looking forward to be able to like, God. They weren't. They're not going to serve booze. That, right? that was my question. It's like, <laughs> to be honest, uh, they I'd, better. Bradley, I'd be <laughs> shocked if they didn't. Like the, the amount of money they're leaving on the table if they don't sell yeah. booze. Yeah, and it also, invites a whole other host of problems. It, but and when you sign a big venue like that, you kind of get into an issue. Where it's like, well, you got to let us serve booze. Exactly. Because, exactly. I don't know. But I mean, it's Valve. Maybe they can just say no booze, but we'll pay this. Yeah. You don't. But like, there are certain uh, things like, um, like a, college sports. They don't serve booze at. Yeah, many, right? many more are beginning to change that though. Like oh, where, where right. I went, to, where I went to college, um, didn't did not serve booze at games until yeah. uh, two or three years ago. Which oh, screw um, you guys. It was <laughs> after yeah. I left. Oh man! But, oh man! Yeah. Mike, the year I graduated from USC was the last year they served booze in the Coliseum, and also the last year any school in the Pac. 10 at that time really it was so good yeah so i drank in 
at every football oh, game. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Okay. I Since that, I was 17. We just crotched in our booze. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was yeah. like a college versus uh, pro sort of divide right. there. Like that was across. Uh, Texas you know, doesn't know. More and more, I think that's true for what it's worth. Yeah. But anyway. Interesting. All right. So well, that's our main issue. I yeah, think. we'll see. Yeah. yeah, this is really. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Just like it w- it'll be just like Valve to hold that information too close. To the <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right until like the lack day of communication. Yeah, Remember, don't drink on the road to TI4. Volvo, please. Like <laughs> I'm fine, uh, man. I can drink band. all I want. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm super super looking forward to the tourney. It's going to be crazy. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Um. When you actually like put all the teams in front of you and you have to, and you go okay I need to pick eight that's so hard to do like I know, legitimately right? Right. there's a few one or two you can look at it's like yeah probably a little bit of an outside chance you know mm-hmm. it's like the wild no matter who comes out of the wild card it'll be outside chance that they like right. make yeah. a, a ton of noise but yeah when you start lining them up and it, what what's really scary is how how many teams are now comprised of of rosters that have been together for a long time. Right. That, that's traditionally what gives you a big advantage. Right. Um, you know, Navi, Alliance, the two big ones that stand out. Of course, DK, yes, they had roster shifts and stuff, but right. they've been together for a while now. Fnatic, even though Era's been Fnatic, having his own right. issues. And shout outs to Era, by the way. We love you, brother. He's been going through a whole lot of things I know a little bit about, but uh, regardless, I don't know if he'll hear this, but uh, yeah, everyone show him support. He's been going through a lot. Um, it looks like he will be able to play at TI4 uh, after all, so oh, we're, that's great. we're all really happy about that. And Of course, Excalibur 2, who's been filling in for him, he's going as their coach, so awesome oh, sweet, for both sweet. of them. But anyway. I, I saw a game where he, he was filling in, and he's like a ridiculously good Meepo player. Oh, yeah. And oh, I saw that game. Just, yeah. just I crazy. cast it like a three or four of those. But yeah. EG gave everyone a blueprint on how to beat it because they made it look like ridiculously. Oh, interesting. Like, what is what is like the hard counter? What were they? Using uh, it wasn't so that? much a hard counter; it's just the way they played. Like the, the the way that the way that Fnatic runs um, Meepo usually is in mid, which seems weak on paper until you. This is where like his buff over the last patch comes in, or like the last time he was buffed. Rather, mm-hmm. um, he gets his second meepo earlier. At, at right. Level four, right? right. You, get, you get a, and, a second, yeah. second, and that, that lets you poof. And uh-huh. so the reason that matters is now basically you you can do well there just by controlling creep equilibrium. Like you just poof out the poof out the lane after you you know it, it, there's a little bit of a lean time, but if you get a little bit of help, especially if you've got like an IO or some kind of a soft support that's sure. just there to protect you for the first few minutes, you get up uh, get up two meepos and you begin to get that momentum. Then you just poof out the lane, shove the creeps up under your enemy's tower, then go back in your own jungle and you just jungle because you can oh, poof. Oh, crazy! And yeah, yeah, you can get you can of course bottle crow and everything else. It gives but, you good rune control as well right because oh yeah, you can if you're if you're yeah. able to jam right. the wave up into the tower yep. yeah these this is like my dota knowledge is right on that precipice <laughs> of like being like that's good right you, you know what's funny <laughs> is i've been playing the 1v1 mode a lot uh-huh. and it's really helping me yet. it's really helping me just sort of think about creep equilibrium because there's nothing else going on yeah it's right, you right. the creeps the other guy the tower and the runes and it really helps you think about like, okay, I'm at a minute 27 here. I'm going I'm to deny some of his guys. Let it come right. up a minute. Now I'm going to start pushing back. A minute 45, minute 51. Right. And I'm like, good. Okay, go to the room. Like it really helps you. And I've been bottle curling, which I never do in a yeah. real game. It's really not that hard either. No, but just getting into that mode of like, yep. yeah, courier yeah, yeah. here, bottle here. But it's like training yourself the first time to watch runes. Like that right. you, every two minutes you need to have, be conscious of where, where the rune is, whether or not it's warded or not. That kind of thing. Yeah. It's been really fun. I really, really like the 1v1 mode. It's exactly what I needed, which mm-hmm. is like, if I want to play Dota, but I have 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I'll have yeah. to give that a shot. Really recommend awesome. it. Try yeah. Captain's Draft, by the way. Like, I am a convert, man. Like, Oh, really? You're, what, in, the, you're in the Captain's uh, well, Draft? No, not because I love the mode, but mm-hmm. because of the, the, the people it attracts. Like, oh, interesting. Like, whenever you play Ranked, like, cool, cool. Ranked All Pick is... Like I, I tweeted the other day something along the lines of I think ranked all pick is worse in my blood pressure than than salt than like sodium bacon <laughs> right. and, a, and a pregnancy scare combined. Like it's, just, it's awful. Um, I, I just can't stand it because it, and yeah. it's the same freaking heroes every game. Right. Like that's the thing I hate about drives all me out of that's my, the thing exactly. I hate about exactly just in general. Well, I and, and, then there, like and, and the, the honest truth is because the game is balanced for you know the tip top level. There are some heroes that. 
are balanced, you know, at a at a at a high level. But if you're like a you know decent level three, four K, whatever, there are just some heroes who are better in all pick whenever it's five solos because they take more teamwork to deal with. Death right. Prophet's a perfect example of that. Like right. she is not a hard hero to deal with if you have coordination, but getting five people from five different countries coordinate to kill a fucking Death Prophet early in lane right. is mind numbing. So yeah. out of frustration, I was like, screw it, this isn't working. Captain's mode seems like a little bit like Captain's mode I didn't think would solve the problem because it was like, oh, it'll just be you'll see some bands, but it's still gonna be the same goddamn heroes picking so, up. And you're also signing up for like an extra ten minutes. Exactly. Yeah, right. So Captain's round, I gave it a shot. It's like ten minute queue time, which sucks. But I promise you the quality of the people that are, that you play with and because yeah. it's a limited pool to begin with, right. like it's totally like a, it's a different game every time. But usually the people who are taking the time to queue for it and are willing to wait that 10 minutes, they talk, they communicate, they want to like play as a five this man. It's a gift you're giving. That's dude. awesome. Yeah. This is a check fucking gift. I, 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 see, I love random draft. I love random draft for right. a lot of the same reasons that right. you're saying here. Um, but the queue times are pretty short. A lot of I think a lot of people like it just because uh-huh. it does give you that like quick hit of like you're kind of. Dra- you know, there's no bands. Right. You, you have you, I, I don't think you, you can't rank random draft, can you? I don't think I so. Don't think I think that, that was I think that was the issue because when you ranked, you can only all pick captains, captains draft, and captains mode. So they oh, I didn't know they yep. had captains draft in ranked. In ranked. All right, man, I'll have to check that out. I still haven't completed all my placement matches, so I have no idea what my actual <laughs> MMR is. <laughs> kind of want to keep it that way 6k kind of want to keep it that way yeah i did the same thing man like <laughs> like no you, it's like i don't i don't really care for me i really I wish would, i wouldn't uh, have done it because i did i did mine the day it was allowed yeah. and i just didn't give a shit yeah like and i my mmr is bad what is it come on tell us it's bad i'll tell you mine come on it's bad and mine's not great don't worry That's, i get flamed for mine all the time I can't. The problem is, the problem is, is if I conflate my team MMR with my solo MMR right now, I'm going to get shit on by people who go and find it. But uh, I know one of them is like twenty seven fifty. That's shut up. <laughs> I'm not. But the thing is, I'm like, oh I'm like, God, I'm, I'm. That's probably the high. That's the high one. But I'm at like, I'm at like thirty five, thirty eight. So like, like just depending on win streaks and all that. So like, trust me. There's like one of my best friends I play with is right in that range, and it you know it it only matters as much as you as you want it to matter. Like to me, the only thing MMR matters to me is the quality of opponents I get matched with, and and you know yeah. like teamed with and matched against. And I just want good games, man. Yeah, yeah like, same here. I, really I just want good games. Know. I just want to win half. That's it. Yep. Like, and it's I come like, home, I'm going to play one, maybe two. Exactly. I'm tired. Like I just want them to be good. I don't really. Yep. And I'll play anybody. Like I will literally play any hero. I won't play Invoker, but I'll play any hero. <laughs> I'll play Meepo any day of the week. Like right. just as long as I'm playing with people who aren't shitty, I don't care who I play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cap is draft, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like because you you have to you have to awesome. be a patient non shitty player to want to sit through a 10 minute queue. Like like if you're just a shitty guy who's just going to go and play it like a single player game, which is most of what I'll pick is people pick their heroes and yeah. then they play it. They literally don't listen. Like they they will maybe run mid with you and try to five man once or twice but usually they just go farm and they'll have no interest like captain's draft like it's i promise like the most legit mode is playing with strangers that's like, awesome you can i'm gonna try that uh my brother and i i play the most with my brother and um we just play all random because it just feels like again the blood pressure lowering kind of thing yeah i like playing it's all a, random with you guys it's, oh, really, it's fun. really fun um we get in some weird you, situations though. oh it lets you do some amazing thing i got um i we had a, like a team of like five supports. Oh man! And I was like, "Oh, this is rough." Uh, and I had Visage, and I was like, "I'm Visage is really good, but like yeah. I'm still not super comfortable with like you the, know the familiar, familiar stuff, yeah. micro and stuff. I'm really bad with that." And so I was like, "All right, okay." I, I was like, "I'll repick," and I repicked into uh, Venomancer, mm-hmm. and I was like. And nobody else wanted to repick, so it was like, all right. So <laughs> I was playing like one a, position, a, a, one position Veno, and I. I had the best time. Like I had the <laughs> absolute best time. I had like it's one of the best games I played recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I died a lot, but like it was I like ended up like twenty one and nine. Just that'll do. Just murdering people with like a manta and like I, I think I built like a Daedalus on him. It was totally ridiculous. It was one of those things right. like I do not recommend this unless things are going really really well. Um, but yeah, super fun. Hey, I've seen, he's an agility I, hero, right? I, like, exactly. I have seen professional teams run one and two position Venos. Oh, it's. I, I think that he's really awesome. Team um, Potato Days. That's our. That's one of our key strats <laughs> <laughs> in, our, in the recreational. Um, yes, oh, looking man. forward to that. So that is Quite crazy. So if people have not heard the recreational, um, 
Mitch Mitch Dyer over at IGN put this together because mm-hmm. like he got bit by the Dota bug real hard in the last like three four months. Way and, hard. It was crazy. like way hard, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like uh yeah like way hard out of nowhere. It's yeah. like it's like holy crap. Like Mitch is okay. Like I've, pull it I pull down, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like I met him a couple times, and it was like I feel like he didn't even play Dota at all six months ago, and now mm-hmm. he's like he's like organizing a tournament, <laughs> and so he put this thing together, and it's like devs and journos. And random people also like your commentators. Our team, and is yeah. So we, so so we put together the Potato Day team, and it's terrible. It's not terrible. It's you, it's, me, your brother, Nick Herman from Telltale, and James Lawler, yeah. who's a student at Columbia. But like, we have like never really played a game all five of us together. Maybe like that's once. not quite true. Maybe like once or twice. <laughs> I'm like worried about how this is gonna go because some of the some of the teams we've all played together. I could tell so you the, much. The team crazy uh, ringers. The Damate right now, the Giant Bomb team, um, with crispy, with crispy and reflexy. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be. I played with them. I played on their podcast. Dudes right. are they're they're all right. They're yeah. they're not bad I, at Dota. I was uh, crispy is very. I'm calling good at Dota. out Brad Shoemaker right now. He was getting just just when it was crispy. It was the four of them and crispy, and I was like. I was like, I think you're fucking up the tournament a little bit, <laughs> yeah. dude. I was like that because I, I feel like, right. like I've played a lot with Crispy and I kind of had to like not play with Crispy as much because I think that when I would not play with him, I feel like it threw my like MMR out of balance and right. I just got stomped right. a lot. Or also um, if you or you really stomp rough. because he's like the. Yeah. I can't remember the narrative of Mr. Magoo, but he's like the dog <laughs> of Mr. Magoo. You're just over there blind being like, I guess I get a kill. And right, he's yeah. like orchestrating <laughs> this fucking cockamamie plan to keep everybody alive and get all the kills. So like yeah. I didn't even hear yeah. that they also – so I gave him a lot of flack for that. And yeah. like he – he disagreed. <laughs> he just disagreed. said, "You know what? The thing that I like about fun, I guess so yes. he disagreed. The thing that I, like I didn't about know they team. also got Reflexy. That yep. game's really good too. So, yeah. well, the thing is, is like whenever I got Yikes. invited to that, like I got sent emails about it, and it was like right in the middle of all my travel. You know who's the first person who emailed this guy? Me. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what a mistake I've made. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. And yeah, like I got it. I was like, yeah, I want to play. I don't have time right now to like be a part of the planning yeah, process. Yeah. Put me on the team or I can form one, whatever. And so I came, I came back from uh, doing Western Challenge in LA. I finally got around to looking at the document. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I don't know the guy. I, I've never met the guys that I'm playing with. You know who's on his team? Yeah, you know wait. His team is on. Wait a minute. I you know whose team is on? I heard that Nick Brecken is on. He's on, on Nick team. Brecken's team, the original host of Dota Today. I a good oh, friend of right. He's on Idle Thumbs. Uh, yeah, the Telltale team is now like Nick Brecken. AC, Pierre Charette, uh, this guy named Mike Chirac over there. Yeah. I'm actually is giving really this away because this hasn't been announced. So whatever. <laughs> but um, he's fucking good too. Is he's he? like as good awesome. as Nick Herman. Yeah. Nick Herman's the best person on our team. Um, yeah, you're on a good team. I'll so, take it. But you know what I'll I like it. about yeah. our team is that we're like I'm the worst one on the team. So like I like that because it feels like. Wait, we, can I agree with you? Yeah, of course. I'm definitely the worst one on the team. I'm, I believe I'm the second worst person on the team. <laughs> right. Or we are tied But for then last. it feels like after that, it gets really, we're yeah, all I mean, James really... is James is quite strong, and my brother is really good, too, and mm-hmm. so is Nick Herman. So we have a shot. I just wish that, I, I feel, feel like, like we if, could actually I feel like if, on the Giant Bomb team, which is, I think they called their team League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> my team's AC Slater, by the way. If we play, best of, if we play best of three, That's really if good. we yeah. play best of three, I think we could take one off of them. I hope so. You I know. hope so. Like, the, the Crispy that, can't do everything. <laughs> I've been in games where well, he's Crispy done runs everything. mid. Just get right. mid like a mother. I've been, I've we'll been in games smokes where we'll buy smokes and we'll just... Where we should he, start playing uh, as five and just gank mid, yeah. I, I do... One of the parts that really terrifies me about, like, playing in a real tournament where we're playing captain's mode is, like, the draft portion is so complicated. Yeah, I'm no, let no. James and Nick It do takes that. a long time, and it's really complicated, sort of and I feel like... uh. I just, oh man, I don't think that anyone not playing at the professional level really understands what is going on. Uh, but like, yeah, so I just... Fucking Crispy does. Right, Crispy does. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, you know, I, I think that having the, you know, like if they if they do like run a four protect one, actually I didn't even know they had that Reflexy guy. Yeah. They can just run a dual core, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And Brad Shoemaker and the other guys can be doing whatever they want. Yeah. And then these guys can Buying just be part of More games yeah. are won by supports than are won by carries. That's, that's, that's real Do you tough. really think that? I absolutely. Oh, Look I at evil like, geniuses, dude. Zion PPD right. are so sick. Like, and when those guys are on, it doesn't matter how 
how well anyone on the other side's doing. Like, they, and like they I, just have to write. That's why I feel good about our last team. Zai's <laughs> bane is one of the most disgusting things oh, I've ever God, seen I in my bane. life. Like, like turning one on threes around, waiting on TP support as a bane against a core plus two that are diving him. Like that's the sh- the shit he does. Like that's awesome. so a good support play will win. It will always. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. <laughs> well, yeah, like I, I wish we had played more together and right, I wish yep. that we like had more at least one person who like sort of understood drafting because I feel like we're going to get We have two. We're going to get out Waller, of the, the hero selection. A ton of and it'll just be like We're going to be fine. Huh. Feel good. Be like I think hmm. you're selling a short. I really All do. Right. Pro tip, don't draft like the pros draft. I think that's right. the biggest mistake like mid middle, you know, like Average teams make is they go ah oh, I, I see EG run this all the time. Do you know how to run it like Why EG that? does? Then <laughs> if you don't, That's, then don't draft and, it. And you know what? You touched on it a little bit ago about hmm. how like at different levels of play, oh, yeah. heroes have like are either stronger or weaker depending. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are heroes like um I mean Invoker like is a great example I think where yep. you have to be quite skilled to get him going. And Meepo and uh, Shadow Fiend like 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 mm-hmm. heroes like that that just have like a crazy high skill cap. And then there's ones like uh, we were talking about Luna being like one of like the really, really just solid carries where it's mm-hmm. like you as long as you get like OK farm, uh, you can even attack the wrong target and still like when you're going to, you know, it's like right. it's like and I think that that's, you know, really strong ultimate. Like, I just think that 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 hero is super, super good and like good at our level of just oh, being yeah. like uh, kind of across the board, just really solid. Yep. hero where you don't have to have like perfect farm you don't even have to you know and, and it's just like really really solid so yeah we've been talking about sort of like what are the scrub like heroes that we can draft and actually death like, do okay with death <laughs> yeah, profit's another good death one profit. that's great death profit no she's just profit. one of those heroes like she has no escape she's really unimpressive in mid she will almost always be in a solo lane if not mid gank fucking mid just if you do that and you or how about you rotate a support it's worth giving up a little bit of punching power Mm -hmm. in one lane because if you make her nothing but a range creep it doesn't matter anymore it's literally going to be four on five soon enough right and yeah that's that's the most frustrating thing like that's what made me switch to that kind of thing so made me uh, switch to captain's draft just pinging i'm going to go mid i have a smoke i bought the smoke the wards and the courier can someone just please come (laughs) fuck you noob i farm all right (laughs) all right then Yep. See you in just, 20 minutes when our AC base is though, gone. AC, yeah. just wait till I finish my build, all right? It's fine. Yeah. Just <laughs> wait till I finish my build. Then I'll be there. Yeah, it's exactly. Totally Got to farm. I need Arcanus. I need Arcanus. <laughs> I'm but, working on my Scott D over here. <laughs> Scott Leave D. me the fuck alone. Scott D doesn't know. <laughs> oh, man. Do you guys want to do some reader mail? Yeah, if we have some. Let's do I it. I do. Um, this comes from Max Rook. Question for AC. You. What is your favorite character to play? And what is your favorite to watch? Favorite to play? There's another question here as well. This first one. This is some scouting. And I'm going to give this to both of you guys. For AC Slater. You don't say who you... You you lie about play, okay? (laughs) All right, I'll lie. All right. Um, To play... I don't. It, it changes. Like, I love Dazzle. I'll limit it down a little bit. Like, Dazzle I fell in love with... Um, I've always loved the hero, but I got to admit, a Nuxie, Um, if you know her, she does a lot of the items, like some really awesome items. She yeah. gave she gave me uh, the Dazzlator set, and it just like made me want to play Dazzle all the time. Right. And, I, and I fell in love with him all over again. Just how funny is, mm-hmm. especially like Shadow Demon Dazzle plus Marana as an aggressive tri-lane is just like it's oh awesome. god, it's so it's I it, it makes people want to break their keyboards when they're against it. Um, Sand King though is probably my all time favorite. I, I I think he's a deceptively high skill cap hero. Oh, I agree. And, and since his uh, his buff to Sandstorm, how quickly you can jungle now. Like, you can jungle about at the speed a Batrider can after Batrider's nerf. Oh, that's right. crazy. Once you, once you hit level three, once you hit level three, you have to have two points in a Sandstorm. But if you go lane or do something that gets you to level three, you can fall back into the jungle. And especially if you have someone helping you stack camps, you can literally go from, you know, basically nothing to brown boots and a blink and a, and a handful of minutes about the speed a Batrider can go from, you know, same thing, getting a blink Holy up. Holy crap, that's awesome. So, yeah, I like him. I like Dazzle. And uh, I'll always love shadow demon shadow demon <laughs> but like i just remember when i first started playing he countered everything i hated he countered life stealer he countered animage he can- countered phantom lancer he countered so yeah probably uh, i'm i'm a forward position mo- for the most part so and favorite yeah. to watch and somebody runs a great whatever um somebody that runs a great whatever a good bane is tough to beat that's just based on zai um, when it comes to casting though like well just the things you can do with a bane <clears throat> like to manipulate a fight are kind right. of impressive um I don't know. I mean, the big team fight heroes always there. A really good puck is always fun. Yeah. I think I think puck is probably Incredible. 
Like, yeah, when it just like the, the potential to make you jump out of your chair is usually the highest with a good puck. So yeah. I'll go with puck. I totally love that when, um, oh, yeah, just like being at TI3 and seeing, you know, like they're going to like watching Navi play and they're saving their like, they're like Dondo pick for the, <laughs> the end. And it's just like, you know, you just want it to be one of those high skill cap dudes, yeah, you know, right. it's like, and having, you know, seeing them pick puck and just be like, yes, yes. like you're going to see some crazy, you know, Dendy <laughs> blinking or the going to be shenanigans. shifting shenanigans, you yeah, know, where I, you're just like, how did he just do I that? I got the cast of Fountainhood game. So like yeah. whatever comes oh, to, to Dondo, I think In, I've about hit the pinnacle. Incredible, man. Yeah. Uh, just like seeing them. I love that. Uh, that game where they pick Pudge, mm-hmm. that first the first Pudge game, not yep. the Fountainhood yep. game, but the one where I believe it was they were playing one of the Chinese teams and they had already picked Spectre mm-hmm. as their as their carry, and I was like, this is gonna be this is gonna be a Pudge. They're gonna pick the Pudge. They're yep. gonna pick the Pudge, and they actually <laughs> did. And I like, yeah, I don't know. That seemed that also seems that must seem super awesome too when. Uh, that's probably the only time I've ever like called a shot on the board. <laughs> oh, yeah. and it, like that's literally the only time, and I felt really good about it. So like. That must be so cool as a commentator to be like – To get one like, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be this one. You know, It's like – I mean because you're literally like – a lot of times it feels like drawing a straw out of oh, like yeah. 85 guys. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, I think it's that one. And then when it happens, you're like yeah. – <laughs> It's like you're all you're all down. It's like, yeah, got that one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you do it every day, one. dude. Like it, like it happens every day. <laughs> can of corn, man. <laughs> um, yeah. What uh, – Yeah, your turn, Sean. More, um, favorite to play is actually – I right now is puck like i'm not good at all but puck is just he's like, a blaster i really like playing as puck super fun yeah it's i love it i absolutely love it like pulling off everything i want to do mm-hmm. blinking in like silencing throwing down the ult orbing out killing people as they're trying to run away oh it's just mm-hmm. like it's there's like nothing better face shifting like a like a big ability like yeah like i'd love oh. nothing more as a puck because i it's funny you mentioned that like because we were talking about mm-hmm. topics like interesting games we played i never mm-hmm. play mids like i i can play heroes like mm-hmm. i can play every hero in the pool at least a little bit competently but i like i just prefer either so i i love four and five position support because i hugely believe that they have a bigger impact on the game than than the cores do but if i'm not doing that i prefer offlane or jungle like mid's the one position mid and carrier actually the two that i hate to play like i just hate them and uh, i was playing in a in a captain's draft game and everyone just picked like i said i can play whatever and everyone picked and left me puck i'm like all right i can play puck and i actually <laughs> face shifted a, a reverse a say a one-man reverse polarity from the other team and then nothing feels oh, better than that like, oh my God. like he blinked and oh, i just caught it he, yeah he rp nice, nothing nice. And I, yeah, oh, so sick anyway and like one game i do i i face shift a bunch of vipers alts and it's like that's a fucking, it's <laughs> oh, easy so it's sick. like got oh, yeah, that whole man. build up so you're like okay here it comes. right it's really fun um so oh, good. and you know what, Naga? I oh, you've been playing. I like Naga. Love Naga. She, I, I like her as a supporter. Well, I, I like playing Naga. I, I like playing Naga with Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, go, 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 and I silence everybody, and I and he starts like winding up his shadow Doing fiend. Some crazy stuff. He yeah, starts winding yeah. up his shadow fiend ult, and I'm like, and no nah. sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Amazing. My favorite thing. I've been I've been playing. I think Sven is my my. my All channel. right. I just I just love. I love, love hitting stuff and I just love hitting stuff, cleaving people. And <laughs> you know what it is? I think about him more than my wife. I'm in the shower. Yeah, just think about I'm it. I'm at work. <laughs> think about it. I mean, I wonder what he's doing. Today. It's like he's blue and then he turns red. He's got that yeah. voice. It's, it's the, it's, it's the fire god. and ice. You never know. It's the you strength of know. a god. You know, that's yeah. what I think is yeah. that I really yeah. like about him. But uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's like it's like having to you know having a good game and being able to kill a couple of dudes with a yeah. crit, whatever. That's sort of like what got me into it. But really, it's like looking for those opportunities where you can actually land a multi stun storm with hammer. him. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And when you see it, it's just I, I think that's one of the things that's so good about the game in general is that the more you play it, the more you sort of can see the future right. a little bit. You know, you get your like your Dota vision, and you get to like you know you kind of know what's going to happen before it happens. <laughs> and when it actually works out that way, you you feel super smart. It's awesome. Yeah. Build a blink so, yeah. on Sven, dude. You'll love it. Go do what? Build a blink on Sven. You'll love it. Oh, I have not. So I have not fun. tried. I have not tried that. So I've fun. seen that before. Like um, back when I first started casting Dota, um, carry Sven was actually very uncommon. It was almost always a, a support Sven, and you would sense. and you would see stuff like the that. The buff and like yeah, yep. My brother's uh, um, Lena is easily his uh, 
his best character. Oh, really? And so I guess I'm, gonna, I'm, like, I'm going to like edit in. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm edit in me being like <laughs> sniper. <Hold on. laughs> yeah, so sniper is his best character. Um, but that he, I, I think that was when I was learning the game, and he was uh-huh. helping me learn the game. He was like, oh yeah, he's like Lena Sven, like dual lane is like really old school classic Dota. You mm-hmm. know, you've got reliable stun, and then the the Lena follow up stun, and it's like right. it's really good at like winning your lane. And so we've run that a few times, and it's been super fun. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I also like Bristle. Venno. I'm totally in love with Venno Mancer right now. You know, the Carrie Banana Mancer is the, <laughs> is the best, man. I like It's super hilarious. Um, I have not built the, like, Shadow Blade Venno that, oh, like, Clowny build. Where you, it's just hilarious. Build right? a blink dagger. It's better. Yeah, that makes way more sense. But I do see people building a um, Shadow Blade on him. There must be some crappy guy. I don't really like a Shadow Blade. That, like, I know, like. I just like. I feel like I've seen less it, shadow blades. I don't really than like it. I the, used the, to, the, the bling buff has. I mean, like there are still some heroes that'll get it, but like in particular, like Nature's Prophet was the obvious one that built one every single yeah. game. And then the blink, you know, blink got buffed, and people started to look at it, and, and like Bulldog showed us oh why my it was <laughs> the flying rat, the pigeon build is what they call it. It's, an, it's incredible. Like yeah. that, that. Can you uh, elaborate on it for? I saw readers? several. I saw several yeah. people tweeting about this, and Crispy was like, "If you watch one Dota game, watch this one." And I watched. Yeah. It was them playing Cloud Nine. Yeah. Well, it's and the, the, oh my god, it's it was incredible to watch. The the deal with Nature's Prophet and like Alliance in particular. Is, you know, Bulldog's got a reputation as a rat. And there's actually a whole history behind the modern usage of that phrase in regards to Dota. Um, it actually was um, used against Fnatic. I want to say it was, was it Empire Rocks? I can't remember, so I'm not going to say it was anyone in particular. But I want to say it was one of the CIS teams, though. But neither here nor there. It was Fnatic, and they were running basically a split push lineup and making room for Meepo. And the team they were playing said, you know, made a comment about being rat. You know, they're rats. And since then, rat has kind of become a pejorative term. But the way it's used is basically lineups that are executed in a very specific but very hard-to-execute correctly manner, which is ultra-split push. Like split push is something that any team will do in a given match. Mm-hmm. Usually, like yeah. just like oh hell, they're pushing top. We can't contend this. Why don't you go ahead and take mm-hmm. bottom, and maybe we can trade even. Like there's that, but then there are lineups who are for one reason or another specifically geared to abuse the ability. Like a nature's prophet is a great example. He pushes really quickly. He can push like and he you know the thing about him is he doesn't even have to show his face to push. And when you watch Bulldog, what he'll do, or anyone who plays Prophet, is he'll teleport and hide in the trees, summon his trees, and send them out with a wave, and never show his face in the lane. Just suddenly the lane gets pushed, Mm -hmm. and he goes to bottom and does that. Before you know it, all three of your lanes are pushed. And if you try to push out or you start to push out one, he teleports and then shows his face and starts to auto-attack. And before you know it, he's at your tier three. And it's obnoxious as hell, because if the rest of of Bulldog's team, the rest of Alliance, are dodging fights, you can't get to a tower faster than he can because he kept your lanes freaking pushed all game. And the way you deal with that, usually is one just dominate early make sure you can't get his items up if that doesn't work you try to kill him you know you you yeah. try to think ahead of where he's going to be send heroes back and don't let them know then you try to jump him and kill him and then you can push while he's waiting to respond but you know shadow blade help with that not only because of the damage the attack speed and what it added to the actual push power but you know, you can Shadow Blade away to make the enemy team account for you with stuff like dust and sentries. And, and, right, uh, yeah, and then you're hurting their economy as well, right? Right. Because they're blowing money on that right. stuff and not on items. And, right. Yeah, but, yeah. but if they do buy it and they do catch you, you're dead. Whereas a Blink Dagger, just it's like a, a, a freer safety belt. And you can go Blink Dagger Force Staff. And how, do they, how are they going to catch you no matter what hero they are? Like, it just doesn't matter. And it becomes the most obnoxious freaking thing to see yeah. in the world. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure uh, pretty sure he tweeted that he felt dirty after the game. <laughs> uh, he's got a, a sick new set coming out, by the way. It's a Lone Druid set. And from... Um, from the back of the uh, the chest piece or like the the upper body piece are actually dead rats that are hanging. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That is amazing. Like that. Yeah. But that that build specifically that he's using, I think he builds a uh, um, what is it? The Mjolnir, not the Mjolnir. What's the um, Maelstrom? Maelstrom yeah. Builds a Maelstrom for like DPS and and for the AOE. Right? Mm-hmm. You get you guys when it to procs help, right, to help yeah. the split push. Um, and then he goes into the Blink Dagger and then into um an Orchid. Mm-hmm. And so the Blink Dagger is it's so weird because when he built it. He builds it first, and when he's just got the um, the Maelstrom blink, mm-hmm. it's just used for mobility and, and escaping. He's, getting, he's farming like and, fucking and he's crazy. farming yeah. like crazy as well. But then when he, and then he builds an orchid, and then it flips like a switch, and mm-hmm. he becomes this like crazy weird like mobile kill machine where yep. he will teleport. So a hero's like in the lane by themselves. He teleports where they can't see him, so they don't even see it coming. And then he blinks in orchids, 
hammers them, and then right when the orchid's gonna like run off, he sprouts them, keeps hammering them, and then usually yeah. the orchid damage will will pop them when they die, right? right? And yeah. then he just run, he just blinks away, or t- and then teleports away, and it's just like he becomes this like crazy mobile gank machine that is like I don't know. It's like at that point he's like a you know like a queen of pain. With an orchid, but right. he can well, also teleport. Well, he's a split pusher. On the map. He's a split pusher that all of a sudden, if like if you come out to try to stop him and he's ahead of you, he can blink on you and kill you. Like exactly, because yeah. usually it's just like you split push and you run away and you get caught or you don't. And but yeah, that like you game said. against against Cloud Nine, he was single handedly keeping Alliance in that game because, and I think mm-hmm. it was mainly because uh, they were trying to. They they'd also pick Wisp and uh, Cloud Nine banned out a lot of the <laughs> the options that Loda likes to play. Right. And he had to take Wraith King and like <laughs> he was just like he just I don't know, like Wraith King's not that good at that level. You know? like, I totally love okay, I love good, Ske- I love Skeleton King as well. He's good, he's good as All a right? support. He's not he's as, as a one position. But yeah, so they they're playing him in the one position and yeah. it took him a while to get going and uh, uh they kite they had a very a lineup that could kite him really easily. So not really doing a whole lot. So it was really like on Bulldog's shoulders to like have them like win the game <laughs> and he was just Everywhere. A complete beast. He actually, at one point, he was so far ahead of everybody, and the game went on for so long, that he bought a Necro 3 and kept it on the Courier. And then he was, because he was six-slotted, so he was using the Courier, like, just, he would... To bring him Necro? To bring him the Necro. Give me the Necro, it was pop off it, put it back on. Yeah, and he would just kept doing that, because he had... <laughs> necro Crow, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Necro, exactly. So he had, like, the full Mjolnir, he had the, the blank... I have to, I didn't see this, I have uh, to watch orchid, this. Oh, it's so sheep. good, man. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, and, like, there were sometimes, there was, there was one instance in particular where they sent two guys out to try to stop him, and he silences one with the Orchid, he sheeps the other one, <laughs> and then he blinks and he teleports away and he gets out safely. And yeah. just like, and it was just like the most insane play. You're just like that is, and that was like his buybacks on cooldown. If he died there, that they probably would have lost the game or something, you know. Right. And he just like pulls off this crazy magical play and escapes. And you're just like, man. And so yeah, like the the internet's kind of blowing up about him being such oh, a yeah. rat and whatever. <laughs> oh no, whatever. he's always been a rat. His job's to always. fucking win the game. Yep. Yes, that's my yes. opinion. I said Your job is to win the game. In between TI two and TI three, I was asked. I can't remember where it was. It was uh, an interview, like an audio interview. Who I thought the best player in Dota was, and I'm I'm not I'm not skilled enough to make a value judgment like that. But what I did say, and I stand by this today. You know, it's like think of it like the MVP in basketball or football or Man whatever. Man of a match. What's yeah. that with a uh, all football going on right <laughs> now? Uh-huh. But yeah, it's like when you think of like the way the MVP is treated in in other big American mm-hmm. sports, it isn't necessarily the best player statistically or whatever else. It's usually treated as what player if you took him off of a team would be the biggest loss in the league. Like right. no matter what team yeah. he was gives on, him the best chance to win. Right, and I yeah, think that's every- Admiral Bulldog, and I think yeah. it has been for a long time. Like that, I made that argument on streaming at Flameford. He's the even. Kevin Durant of if, yeah. If you no, watch it, basketball, just, yeah. Of Dota. Th- like, and don't get me wrong. This is not to flame. I mean, Alliance is phenomenal top to bottom. I mean, literally right. their entire team it might have it has one of like the best. If not, he has one of the best, if not the best. Um, player at, at at their relative position. It's why they're you know they won TI three and they're a major contender for TI four. But just think of if you take Bulldog off of that team, how different that team feels. In yeah, team. it doesn't really have its like fulcrum. It, it, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he, it yeah. does seem like it, it changes the complexion right. Of it totally, Whereas totally. like take like DK for example, like love DK burning obviously phenomenal. But if you take burning off of DK and put in another really good one position that's a hard farmer, like say Black, just for sake of argument. Like other than the name power of burning, I actually don't think that the complexion of the team changes that much. Like just being honest. Whereas if you take Bulldog off of Alliance, it'd be like taking Dindy off of Navi. Right. Like yeah. that, that's the other one that comes up is mm-hmm. like Navi, phenomenal at every position. So I'm not hating on Funic or Puppy or anyone else on that team. Certainly not anyone. But it's just those are two players that that's are so defining in their play style and what they mm-hmm. contribute and so like they reach out in what they do. Like they free up position for the for the carry to farm because of how good they are at their position, be it yeah. mid or the offlane, whatever else. They affect the entire map in so many different ways. I think those two, but Bulldog is number one on my list. Most valuable player in Dota. Yeah, today. that's a good argument. Yeah. Also very fun to watch. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. And an awesome dude. Super yeah. awesome dude. Seems like a really nice guy. No. That's always the best. Ugh. Like yeah. I like that I like that Dendy is just seems fun loving and nice. Same with Puppy and those guys. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. seems like they're just. You ever heard pup- Puppy's impersonation oh. of me? It's hilarious. No. Oh my <laughs> oh, god. god. Oh, Treats for so Ti four. He's, so he's done it. He's done it twice. He did it. 
uh, he was interviewed on Star Ladder um, by Sheever, and it was it's one of those things like just knowing Puppy, I can't tell if he's doing it to make fun of me or because he likes me. It's, it's really be, it's really it's hard to like. It's gotta be yeah. both. It seems well, like those guys are like are classic. Like, no, he's just a troll, dude. Yeah. He is the the biggest troll in the history of anything ever. But yeah, so he I like did how it there. Cheeky those guys are. Yeah, yeah, the Navi guys. He did it's it there. Then cheeky. he did it at um the EU hub. Like he came in one day. He's like, hey, is this mic on? And grabbed it and gave the the greetings and salutations as loud as he humanly could. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. It's incredible. Yep, it's fun. So there you go. Check that out if you want to hear Puppy make fun of me. It's fun. All right, guys. Well, yeah. What do you think? Ti four man. Ti four. We'll be back. Well, actually, we'll. We're, we're gonna try to record some stuff up there. We'll oh, see how it goes. Man, I hope we do. Yeah, I'll do. A thing. I have get a, a hold of me. I'll wherever you like. Cause yeah, wherever you are, I'll find you whenever cool, I have time. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about that actually. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, great cast, guys. It's yeah, so good seeing you. Oh, and uh, we'll see you in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, we'll see some of you in Seattle. Oh yeah. And actually, Come thanks to the hi. thanks Come to the Chasers, hi, a Seattle band. Maybe they'll be playing during TI four, which would be amazing because they do the theme song for Dota today, which is called Success and Failure. Available at gothechasers.bandcamp.com. Awesome. Um, they have a new album, too, that's really great. And we went to their show in Oakland recently. And they were oh, very oh good. shit. They were in Oakland? They were in Oakland. They did a little West Coast tour that I, I forgot to promote. Sick. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, go see them. And if, I think we'll see if we can get... Uh, I bet if I tell them we can get a Seattle show up in during... Uh, during TI. Yeah. Be awesome. Should be fucking good. Cool. Um, later, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. The sweet success and failure The sweet success and failure